And that's from someone with no education, no skill set, nothing like that. So that's the opportunities that Australia presents. Um, and as long as you're just willing to network, speak to people, I think everyone knows someone who has a job somewhere that can get you in or knows someone who has a business that can introduce you to that. This is Property Investory where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyrone Sharm and in this episode, we're back with Braden Birch, a buyer's agent at Hirsch Property. He shares why you don't need to graduate at the top of your class to wind up on the top of the property ladder. Plus, he explains how he got where he is just years after earning only $30,000 and why he was always against buying in his home city until now. Birch's aha moment came early on in his property investment journey. It had been playing on his mind who he should listen to and whose advice wasn't for him. While some people were going all in on commercial, others were seeing the praises of blue chip properties. When they all had 50 to 100 properties that were performing well, the choices seemed endless. A real problem for me because it's such a big investment of your time, your energy, your money, who do you follow? You know, you've got to follow someone. You've got to get some mentorship in this game. You know, you don't know it all. You've got to learn it all. And that was a really big problem for me. And I was stressing out and I'm sitting there thinking, oh, do I need to buy another four or five cheap properties? Do I need to go the blue chip route or renovate or developing? Whatever the case is. I think for me, I just took a deep breath and, and understand that it's, it's really important to diversify and have a portfolio that works for you. And it's okay to own some blue chip. It's okay to own some cash flow positive properties that balance each other out. It's okay to own commercial, you know. It's all about just having a good foundational portfolio and being well diversified. And that's what I really started to believe in. It's just, it's okay to be diversified. You don't have to be all in on one thing and everyone's arguing and fighting with each other, you know. That was my ha-ha moment. Everybody has their own set of goals and their own strategies to get there for Birch. It's all about the big fundamentals like diversification. I think it's all about just balancing your portfolio out for where you're at in your current situation. So, um, you know, it's okay to have cash flow properties that are maybe balancing out some of the yields in some of your blue chip assets, for example, or or wherever you're at really. And it all comes down to what's your goal. Um, But it's all about just building a core foundational portfolio. I'm pretty, pretty big believer in just following the traditional macros of investing you know, buying good quality assets and just making sure everything balances out, I suppose, um, and, and, and more just buying assets that are suitable to your current situation in life. Yeah, that's absolutely right. So, at this point in time, <laughs> what, what is your why or your goal behind building a portfolio? I think the goal and the ambition have changed growing up and maturing. When it started off, it was because I want a Ferrari, a big mansion and a lot of girls or something like that. You know, that's what it was when I was a teenager. Now the goals are the goals have completely changed, man. It's all about just building wealth and, and helping my family and my loved ones out, you know, retiring my parents, retiring my partner, helping my friends out and then ultimately building enough of a, a huge uh, foundation of wealth to, to give to charity and, and do cool things with it, you know, because that materialistic stuff, it's sort of worn off on me. I don't really care about fast cars and all that stuff anymore. It's all about just, you know, doing things for the people you love and, and building a great life for everyone else. And ultimately, that's where you're going to get your fulfillment in. 
And that's what's going to give you a biggest drive as well. I think sometimes you wake up in the morning and if your goal is purely for you and, and what you want, I want to retire on the beach and I want to have passive income and all that stuff, which is fine if that's your goal, but it's not going to really drive you. But when you wake up in the morning and think, wow, my mum's still in a bad position or my dad's still working in his late 60s or something like that, like that gets me out of bed. That fires me up to say, no, I have to keep going. I have to keep pushing because other people are depending on me. You know, my loved ones are depending on me. So I've got to keep going, man. I've got to buy more property. I've got to build more wealth. I've got to create a lifestyle that can give to them. So that's what's going to give you your fire, your motivation to buy your next property, to read your next book, to 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 do the things you have to do to get to where you want to be. So um, that's what's sort of changed as maturing. After overcoming the obstacles in his way, he purchased his first property and is now looking forward to the future with the support of his strategy. I think it's really just about balancing yields at the moment because um, I just want to have a, a property portfolio that looks after itself. It doesn't affect me or my lifestyle. I never really know what's going to happen. You know, I might lose my job tomorrow or the business might not kick or whatever position I'm in. So for me, it's super important to just having a balanced portfolio. Um, so at the moment, I am holding a, a really cheap property that's a cash flow property and then I'm holding a, a blue chip asset that's you know somewhat negatively geared as well um, in sort of inner city area. Um, so for me, it's all about balance. It's all about having a portfolio that works. Um, and you know, end of the day, if I can you know have blue chip assets that are consistently growing, and then cash flow properties that are paying for those blue chip assets, that's great. I've got a portfolio that's just taking care of itself. And then ultimately later on, I can look and revalue my portfolio and say, okay. I can sell this blue chip asset, pay those cash flow ones off and keep the cash flow or whatever I want to do. Um, I'll I'll have to obviously revisit that later on. But for me, it's all about just balancing that portfolio. With his ultimate goal to acquire passive income for himself and to provide for his loved ones, he's got a well thought out plan to tick all the boxes. I think um, first and foremost is just having that foundational portfolio built. So, you know, just getting this next one on the books will be great. That's sort of established in somewhat um, and it will be a, a big block of land this time. Um, so having that there will be great. And I think um, I think the goal is going to change, to be honest with you. Um, I could say, you know, I just want, you know, 50 grand of passive income, 100K, whatever the goal is, you know, I think it's going to change. As soon as I get close to that, it's going to go more and more. And I think that's just the, the ambitious individual I am. Um so to be honest, to answer your question, I don't think it's ever going to stop. I don't think I'm ever going to stop buying properties. I think it's just going to keep going and going. Um, but to give you a, a short answer, I think about five to six good quality assets is what it's going to look like. And then uh, as soon as I hit that, it's going to say, nah, I need 12 now. I need to do more. <laughs> He's always building on his goals, which involves building his portfolio and branching out beyond Brisbane. I'm Melbourne-based and I was never going to buy in Melbourne, but considering the rate of decline recently, it just seems like too good of an opportunity to, to miss out on, on buying a property in Melbourne. So um, the next one will be in Melbourne. Um, currently, both of them are at Brizzy. I love Brisbane for the long-term growth aspects. I think it's going to be a killer as most people do. Um, but the next one will be in Victoria. Um, and then, yeah, look, we'll just continue to diversify, mate. I think it's pretty important. Um, to, to be sort of spread out across the country. Um, you know, different markets are doing different things at different times. So um, I'd like to, to buy in Perth soon, um, you know, just all over the place. But yeah, next one will be in Melbourne. He worked all sorts of odd jobs between leaving school and forming Hirsch Property, a process that happened much more quickly than he had anticipated. And I think if you're uh, constantly looking to improve and, and look for opportunities around you and leverage, 
things can change for you really quickly. To put it in perspective, I started off making probably 30 grand a year a couple of years ago. I just sort of leveraged, I didn't have any skill set or anything like that, but I knew people, I was networking and all that, and I managed to land a job, you know, construction union and sort of jumped it to 180 a year. So that was, yeah, so it's been great. Um, it's been very nitty gritty work. It hasn't been fun or anything like that, but it's just been such a great opportunity to be able to make an income like that. Um, and that's from someone with no education, no skill set, nothing like that. So that's the opportunities that Australia presents. Um, and as long as you're just willing to network, speak to people, I think everyone knows someone who has a job somewhere that can get you in or knows someone who has a business that can introduce you to that. You know, there's always opportunities out there if you're constantly looking. And I was just constantly looking for different things and high paying jobs, high paying skill sets, side hustles that someone can teach me, all this sort of stuff. So it's definitely out there. So yeah, I managed to to get a, a high paying job, and from this position, I, I've been you know been able to save a lot and say, okay, great, let's um you know let's let's do what I need to do with it. So yeah, he's proud to show how it's possible to buy on both ends of the spectrum, regardless of your income. But that doesn't mean you should stop reaching for your true worth. I think it's super important to always keep growing your your income and and just take baby steps as well. You know, don't try and go from fifty thousand dollars a year to a million dollars a year. Just I'm at 50 now, let's get to 70 within the next however many months. Great, let's get to 100 now. Now we're here. What can we do to make more? So that was uh, the sort of you know thing that I did. Coming up after the break, he delves into the pros and cons of being disciplined. I don't want to do it. Like, you know, I'm not saying I do that every day. I'm doing it four or five days a week. I mean, I've got to rest sometimes. But the advice he wishes he could have given his younger self I think it's all about just kind of showing them in a way. He explains all about where he's been in the world and where he plans to go next. It was awesome. So, such a, such a shock from what you'd expect from the, what the TV says. And that's next. I'm Tyron Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. Much like Birch's desire to continually improve his income and life as a whole, he doesn't limit himself when it comes to mentors and resources. Personal development's been a huge one. I think it's important to everyone to just constantly, you know, improve themselves and try and find mentors. And if you can't find a mentor in person, there's so many great mentors online that you can learn from and different aspects of mentality and education. So I think my mindset was. Um, just developed from finding people that I inspired to be like, you know, it's just sort of creating the person you want to be. And ultimately, I think it's about creating the person um, you needed in your life, right? Um, a, a guy I listen to a lot, Wes Watson, he, he was a guy who came out of prison uh, a couple of years ago and now he's a multi-millionaire. And um, he, he says, you know, you got to create the person that you needed when you were young, right? And I think that's what I'm trying to be. Like, I'm just trying to create the man that I needed when I was a lost teenager. You know, who did I need? I needed someone who was, you know, in the right direction, who was, you know, had the right work ethic, all these things. Who did I need? Well, that's who I need to become. Formal education is great for teaching the basics, but there are some things you just can't learn in school that can take you far in life. I think having daily disciplines is super important. Um, so, just having a, a routine, um, whether you like doing it or whether you don't like doing it, you wake up every day and you do it because it needs to be done. So just having a to-do list, like I've got to wake up, you know, I'm pretty much up at about like 3.30 every morning, I'm in the gym, I'm studying, 
I'm doing what I need to do. I don't want to do it. Like, you know, I'm not saying I do that every day. I'm doing it four or five days a week. I mean, I've got to rest sometimes, but yeah, like I, I, there's things I've got to do every day, right? And I think just following those disciplines, like, you know, I've got to learn real estate for an hour. You know, that's one of my daily things. I, I, every day I spend one hour listening to someone, taking a call, doing, reading a book. That's a daily discipline I do just to constantly stay on top of the game, constantly stay on top of the market. Um, I go to the gym most days. I, I, you know, spend time with my partner every day. You know, these are things that are non-negotiable that need to be done to continue to progress in all areas of life. So I think it's just having that discipline and it's all about, yeah, discipline, not motivation. Small wins every day, stack up. What do you think has been sort of the best advice that you've received? I think life happens for you, not to you. It's probably the best quote I've heard. Um, and just, yeah, just taking every day, whether it's a bad thing or what, and just turning it into a positive thing is probably the best quote. And it's something I try and live by, which is another quote by the guy I follow, Wes Watson. It's, it's pretty inspiring stuff. When it comes to cash flow, it's more about what it represents than a literal stack of cash in some cases. Cash flow is king. That's what it represents. So, <laughs> yeah, that's the name of the game, man. It's, uh, it's passive income. It's cash flow. Um, you know, whatever, whatever goal I'm trying to achieve is always trying to achieve cash flow at the end result. So, uh, keep, I keep a few of those things around all the time. There's another one in the other room. It's got Scrooge McDuck duff, ducking, uh, diving into um, a big stack of coins. Well, I, I want to sort of take a step back. Um, if you had a chance to travel back in time and meet yourself, say, 10 years ago, what do you think you would have said to him? I think I just would have said, stop trying to get rich quick. Um, understand it takes time. Uh, it's a long-term game and just think with longevity. Just don't think about trying to get rich in you know, five months. Think about trying to be rich in five years or 10 years or 15 years. You know, Just take a long-term approach. I would have been so much further ahead if I, I took that mindset. They say patience is a virtue yet it's a concept many younger people still struggle to grasp without seeing what it can do. I think it's all about just kind of showing them in a way. I mean, you've got to prove your success and your results to them and say, hey, look at what I've got now. Uh, this is because I've done the hard yards and I've taken a long-term approach. I think results speak. So if you can present with them the lifestyle you have, the results you have, all the things that they want, um, whatever that may be, and say, this is how you do it, uh, not by you know doing you know get-rich-quick schemes or whatever it is, um, this is how you get it, that's going to sort of put a fire in their belly, I think anyway. Uh, it sort of just depends on the individual at the end of the day. What are you excited about for, say, you know, the next, say, five years for you? Currently part-time as a buyer's advocate. My business partner runs a business full-time, so he's a, he's a weapon. Um, so I want to spend more time on that because I, that's my passion. I love getting on the phone, speaking to people, especially people that are disadvantaged background, man. That's sort of my, my speciality. I love speaking to people and they're in sort of a rough path and they don't know what to do but they want to get better uh, i love doing that man i love helping people on that front and, and sort of advising them the the road to take and how they can do it so uh, really looking forward to spending more time on that part of the business and, and get that going um which is great and then obviously just keep building the the portfolio man just keep keep growing get to the next level um that's the name of the game is is property investing for me so just keep keep building the portfolio man one of his biggest goals is to help the people that mean the most to him. However, he also has goals that are just for him. I just sort of take each day as it comes. I don't really think 
uh, massively too far in the head like that or what I want to do. Um, I don't really have too many things like, obviously, I want to travel and things like that. That'd be great. Um, I'd like to see the world. But um, apart from that, man, I just, I just love what I'm doing, man. So I just keep doing what I'm doing, um, keep hustling, keep working, see where the future takes me, different opportunities, different different paths. Just keep going, man. That's That's all I want to do. The world is a big place with many paths to wander down and Birch wants to explore them all. So I, I traveled the first time ever last year um, and I went to some, some pretty crazy places my first time. It wasn't your typical Bali. I went to uh, Dubai, which was the first one up, which was great. Um, a lot of inspiration from all the wealthy people over there in the fast cars and then I actually visited Iran, which is crazy. So my, my partner's from over there in the Middle East. Um, so that was super cool as well. That wasn't your typical uh, normal place to visit. Wow, it must be a big contrast <laughs> from from one country that's so wealthy to another country that's sort of um, a bit torn. Oh, mate, I was a celebrity over there. Honestly, they treated me like Brad P- Brad Pitt. <laughs> I, I didn't pay for anything over there. I, I was shouted everything. It was awesome. So such a such a shock from what you'd expect from the, what the TV says. So. Yeah, man, I, I love visiting, um, you know, third world countries and things like that. It's just really eye-opening and, and super humbling as well. Like you go there and you see what people don't have and you go back home and, you know, I'm guilty of it too, whinging about, you know, things that you don't have or what's gone wrong and you, you think like there are people with so much less than what you have and you're sitting here whinging and complaining about all the things you do have. It just it's such a gratitude check. It's it's super humbling and I think everyone should go and see some places out there that are so much less than what you have. How much of your success is due to intelligence, skill and hard work and how much of it do you think is because of luck? Uh, so there's no skill, there's no intelligence there, that's for sure. Uh, pure hard work. <laughs> uh, that's what I just depend on. That's an insurance uh, for success is just hard work. If you wake up every day and just do everything you can, work your backside off and you lay in bed at night and say, there's nothing more I could have done today, you will be successful. That is a guarantee. So just hustle. I love it. It's it's all about hard work for me. So I'd say uh, a fair bit of luck being, um, you know, obviously being in Australia and all that sort of stuff, having the resources. Yes, there's luck in that component, but I'd say all of it's just hard work, man. Thank you to Braden Birch, our guest on this episode of Property Investory.